0: Welcome to the Savvy Homeschool Moms Podcast, episode number two.
1: In this week's episode, the moms talk about homeschooling and migraines, Minecraft madness, how to legally homeschool in California, and all about the Scholastics
0: Warehouse sale. <laughs> <laughs> mom, where's mom, my backbone? Mom, mom. Honey, mom, where's my glasses? Mom, mom, mom. Can I have a drink? Why is a dog wearing a tutu? Honey, is this one of your science projects in the fridge? I'm hungry. I'm Tina.
1: I'm Becky. And And we're we're the the Savvy savvy Homeschool Moms. moms. Welcome, listeners, to Episode 2. We're so happy to have you here with us.
0: Oh, yes, definitely. So, So
1: Tina, tell me how your week's been.
0: Well, not so good. Oh, no. (laughs) No, it's been kind of a mm, crabby week, yes. Um, With the heat... Came oh. in this week although it tapered off near the end but it seems to be picking up again I hate the heat out here in the central valley we're already hitting triple digits or getting very very close to it so not so fun and i always get crabby when that happens and the kids get crabby and yeah so it wasn't a whole lot of homeschooling going on this week so some weeks <laughs> some weeks you just kind of
1: some weeks are like that
0: yeah you just kind of and it didn't help that my my week started with a migraine on a monday and then a migraine on Tuesday. Oh. <laughs> so so the first two days were pretty shot even though I have I have some pretty good drugs to help with that. <laughs> I just still am not in the mood to do much of anything once I get a migraine, so.
1: Well, even once the migraine pain is gone, it's still yeah. hard to get fight through the fuzzy.
0: Yeah, it's just Yeah, and I mean, I've had migraines all my life, so it's not like, I mean, it's kind of old hat at this point, but it's still, it just kind of ruins the day, so.
1: You know, it doesn't matter how long you've had migraines, you never get used to that pain. No.
0: Well, and these are minor compared to what I used to get, but still, it's, yeah, it's just still yucky all around. So, yeah, the week was, eh. and then we have, you know, children fighting constantly, just constantly this week. It was just one of those write the week off kind of things. Yeah. <laughs> so we got a little bit of schoolwork done, but not a whole lot. And um, we did get one swim date with some friends, so that really helped. That was right in the middle, of, or near the end of the week, I guess it was thursday that we did that so that helps i always find that the longer that we go between play dates the more crabby the kids get and actually the more crabby i get too because it's kind of a play date for me too because i get to hang out and talk with friends exactly so yeah so i always have to make sure that we have one or two days at least during the week to uh to have play dates with friends and um with with or without structure although usually it's there's no structure usually you just play right they, they need that that's like in my mind, that's like more important than academics. Is having playtime with friends, so
1: definitely Especially
0: when they're young. So, so yeah, that so the week didn't start off so great. And then with all of the um, with all the fighting and everything that was going on, I ended up having to change uh, to institute a new rule for my iPhone because the kids are always fighting over playing on my iPhone. So that actually is turning out really well. Um, that actually kind of was has been coming for a long time now. We yeah. Ha- we've always had um or not always but we've had for some time now a timer on our computer for computer time to limit the kids on their computer time um because it was always a fight trying to get them off and they'd be on it for way too long and and yeah. not always educational games too so I I mean I'm fine if they're playing for a long time on something educational but yeah and I just don't want them sitting at the computer for long hours either so so mm-hmm. I had long time ago uh put this timer times up kids have you have you heard of that one i think I've i heard haven't about it before
1: oh but actually i think you've mentioned it but i i yeah. use the old-fashioned method of i set the timer on my phone and yeah then
0: i did that but it just i still had in a minute in a minute you know and then like i had to be the bully and like you know be really you know the i see i mama. Could,
1: anytime <laughs> they take over their t- amount of time gets taken off their next time
0: Oh, that's smart. That's smart. Well, but this, this ended up just being so much easier and I googled and I found this. It's called Times Up Kids and the website's timesupkids.com and it, you can it's actually with a z kids with a z but you can actually find it with if you spell it kids with an s also. It's timesupkids.com with a z or an s. And um, And if
1: if you don't have a pen right now, don't worry, we'll have that link on our website. Yeah,
0: definitely put that on there. I highly recommend this this uh this program. It's fabulous. It does cost I think it I think it's around thirty bucks if I remember, but it was money very well spent and uh you can adjust just about everything in it is um that you could imagine is, is tweakable. So you can you can decide, you know, if they have certain hours that they can or cannot be on and if they have a certain limit to how much time or how much time they have to have in between logging in. I mean you can log you can you can set it for everything. The way I have it set up is um, they have to earn their they have to earn time on the computer. Mm-hmm. So they get um, an hour if they get all their schoolwork done without fighting me. They get an hour on the computer, and if they get all their chores done, they get an hour on the computer. So they can pretty much have like a maximum of two hours. Or sometimes if they want to get more time, they can do more chores or more schoolwork. So right, so they earn it. So then my so I have it set so that they don't have any time on it unless I manually put it in there. And then it's set to an hour, and it tells them at 30 minutes 30 minutes left, and then 15 minutes left, then five minutes left, and then one minute left. Please log off now. It's like the, now.
1: the voice of Iron Chef.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but uh, it's cool because then I don't, And it's no longer me fighting with them. And that's what it says on the website too. It's like, mm-hmm. don't have to fight with your kids anymore. We'll do it for you. So <laughs> it is, it's totally automated it. So I was like, for a long time, I've been thinking, I need something like that on my iPhone because I have the exact same problem on my iPhone that they are like, oh, can I play on your phone? Can I play on your phone? And then getting it away from them again is like a real pain. So yeah, I did find an app. Although it's not ideal um, because it doesn't have all the warnings, it seems to only give a one-minute warning. So I've kind of solved that though because what I do is I just set a timer, just a regular ti- clock timer, mm-hmm. for five minutes before it's going to log them off completely, so that it it like that's I'll, it'll go off and I'll go. Well, that's your five-minute warning. And, the, yeah. you know, just remind them that that's their five-minute warning. And then in, in five more minutes, the thing just, like, pops up, this pop-up. And you have to kind of set it to do that. You have to go into settings to make it do the pop-up instead of the, what do they call it, the banner? You know, right, you know how right. The, I'm talking about iPhone here in case anybody's wondering which phone I'm talking about. Um, and, uh, yeah, so you set it so that it does the pop-up. And then it just pops, keeps popping up and making a sound that you choose. Um, and they can't do anything. Anymore at that point. So until you plug in the password, which of course they don't know. so Of course. So it worked perfectly for me. And so I, I ended up having to institute that. And that actually is already, they're, they're already not fighting with me so much anymore because, actually hardly at all anymore. Because I said, remember, we have a new rule now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the same rule as the computer. They don't get the time unless they earn the time. So I tack that on to, you know, if they do their chores, I tack on a half hour on the iPhone and they can an hour on the computer and an a half hour on the iphone if they want um and they can use it any time they want it doesn't have to be at the same time so i mean not the same time but you know subsequent.
1: yeah yeah right no that makes sense
0: yeah so they can choose whenever and yeah and then i'm not wrestling with them to give me back my phone so hopefully that will continue to work just as well as the the other program for the computer has worked marvelously and mm-hmm. i just have my kids on on windows because i don't have a mac i have a uh PC and on Windows I have it set up so they have their own user accounts and so it's you know they can't they can't get into my side and just have and actually at one point I had it set so that my side actually had a time limit as well to keep myself (laughs) from being on there too long yeah but it just yeah I ended up Taking that off but i i might put that back oh, on again
1: <laughs> my time is out i gotta go quick and do the dishes I know, so, like, I to know. Earn some more time
0: well i had it so that it would like boot me off so like every hour i would have to get off for like five minutes to get up and walk around to do something else and inevitably i'd get involved in something else and wouldn't get right back on again and it just right. kind of gave me a heads up to how long i'd been on yeah no that's so, not
1: a bad thing at all i don't think
0: yeah i think it's it's really it's really wonderful i highly it's not necessarily specifically homeschool related but i think it's definitely related to homeschoolers because if you have a computer Absolutely. and you have kids playing on the the computer educational or non-educational you know you a lot of us don't really want them to be on there for like the whole day so yeah Mm -hmm. this is a really great solution for both the iphone those two different uh, solutions for iphone and for the pc that's excellent anyway that was kind of the wrap-up for my week was finally solving one problem despite all the fighting that i had all week (laughs) well that's that's a win (laughs) Yeah, I think so.
1: I'd put that in the win category.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. How did your week go, Becky?
1: Well, you know, I had my ups and downs this week. Oh, yeah. Um, we started out the week, you and I both, thinking that it was possible that I had gotten into the charter school that you're in. Oh, right. Waiting for the letter. Waiting, waiting, waiting. Waiting, waiting, waiting for the letter. And the letter finally came on Wednesday. And it turns out I did not get into the charter yeah. school that I was trying to get the children into. Right. And so that was kind of a bummer. Big bummer. Big bummer because so many of our friends are there and everything, and it's so much closer to where we're than where we're going now. And and um, I just like the vibe there, you know?
0: Yeah. Oh, definitely. It's it's got a fabulous vibe.
1: So some choices had to be made, and some decisions had to be made, and um, we decided not to return to the charter school that we've been going to for the past five years, and to go ahead and go the private school route, the private school affidavit route. And wait it out until we can get into Eleanor Roosevelt.
0: Right. Which hopefully will be in the following year.
1: I'm hoping for the following year, yeah. Um, uh, And um, as some friends have mentioned, it's possible that that there may even be a spot that opens up during the year because I guess families come and go. That's true. And there was a lot of new families that have never done anything like this before who'd signed up and maybe one or two of them will go, hey, you know what? This really isn't for me. Right. I have my fingers crossed.
0: Yes. (laughs) I know, you know what, none of my close friends got in, I, like, there was like four or five of you guys I was hoping and none of you got in, I'm like, dang!
1: <laughs> yeah, that means a whole bunch of people you don't know got in.
0: Yeah, so we'll have some potential new friends, so that's good.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as actual schooling this week, um, we had kind of a relaxed week, um, we did, uh, we did some lessons, not a whole lot real intense stuff, you know, um, I just wasn't feeling it this week. Yeah. And um, I, I didn't have the excuse of migraines. I just, I don't know what was going on. but well, the, um, heat, the heat. The heat. Fresh, I think the heat has a lot to heat, do with it. I think, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but um, we we moved along a little bit on some of our stuff. And, and, and more than that, though, I, I got a lot of organizing done. And I got a lot of, because um, I got a bunch of stuff, I got to return to the charter next week. And so, I got a lot of that sorted and and set aside and um, started looking into what we want to do for next year for curriculum purposes and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, that took up a lot of time, you know, trying to get that all organized. And I realize I have all summer, but, you know, I'm one of those people I plan now and make changes as necessary.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're what Fly Lady calls born organized.
1: (laughs) I'm really not. That's the funny (laughs) thing. When I look around my house, I'm like, I am so not organized.
0: But... I have, like, areas
1: of my life that have to be organized, and if they're not, then it causes me a great deal of anxiety.
0: Yeah, I have the anxiety, but I still can't get myself to organize, so (laughs) I keep trying.
1: (laughs) So, um, that was that, and then, um, well, you were talking about, you know, computer time and iPhone Mm -hmm. time, and I I was going to tell you, you know what my rule is for the iPhone?
0: Oh, they don't get to use it.
1: They don't get to use it. Right. Yeah. My children do not touch unless it's extenuating circumstances, like you know we've been right. waiting at dr k 's office for two hours or something right. other than that, kids do not touch my iPhone because that
0: would it, be nice actually, but we, there's a lot of games on there that are actually pretty educational that, I, that my kids play too, so i don't know
1: i don't care if it taught them to read're yeah. <laughs> not touching it um, yeah, because it, it you know it, it's an expensive piece of equipment it and really is. for me. It's my lifeline. I mean, I don't, have, I, I don't have a landline. I don't have anything else. And so if something happens to my cell phone, you know what happens to me? I go back to a Nokia.
0: Yeah. not that cool? I, I would not
1: survive. <laughs> right. I, I would lapse into catatonic schizophrenia in mere moments. <laughs> so yeah. can't have that. So that's that. But <laughs> yeah. um, we do have a, another similar beast in our house. It's called Minecraft. You know, oh, yeah, mine-
0: we have that too
1: okay so uh the kids have been wanting to play minecraft forever like they've watched youtube videos galore about minecraft learned all about minecraft but it wouldn't run on our desktop our desktop had too many problems and it would blue screen out all the time
0: that's a bummer
1: right so uh this past friday no not this past friday friday before that xbox released a version of minecraft yeah and we have an Xbox 360, and so um, the kids decided that they would pool their uh, allowance and they would buy Minecraft. Okay. So now we have Minecraft on our Xbox, and it's split screen, so they can play at the same time.
0: Oh, like two different worlds?
1: Two, same world. Or
0: the same world. Gotcha.
1: Right, but two players at the same time. Actually, wow. we can play up to four because when Michael, my oldest, comes over and his girlfriend come over, they play, all four of them play together.
0: Oh, neat.
1: Yeah, in the same world. And then have also... have
0: four computers if you did that here.
1: Correct. <laughs> right. So you don't have to have that here. <laughs> yeah. And then also Michael, um, when he's down in Easton, he can log on and play with them even though he's down uh, at his on girlfriend's... On the Xbox? On the Xbox, yeah. Oh, no,
0: you could do that with Xbox. Yeah. We don't have one, so I have no idea how it works, so...
1: So wow. now I, I I hear all the time. Can we play Minecraft? Can we play Minecraft? Can we play yes. Minecraft? So I had to make some rules for that. You know, um, right. the first rule is nobody plays Minecraft until all the lessons are done. There you go. Because sometimes we don't start lessons. We don't start lessons when we first get up in the morning. We are Neither not morning people. Nope. So we
0: don't either. <laughs>
1: oftentimes lessons don't start until two o'clock in the afternoon or so.
0: Right.
1: And. Um, and so I'm being bugged from the time they wake up until yeah. you know. And so I, I've also instigated. The more you ask me, the later it will be before you can start playing.
0: Oh, that's a good rule. I might have to use that for other things. Yeah, <laughs>
1: hounding, hounding never oh. gets you what you want.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. those
1: are the two things I remind my children all the time: hounding and whining. They do oh, ne- yeah. never get you what you want ever, and they never have, and they never will. Right. And then um, also um, we sometimes have fights because I guess I I don't understand Minecraft. I don't... I (laughs) I
0: haven't gotten into it either. Yeah, I don't get
1: the concept of it. But I guess Jack did something because Michael had done something with Daniel's house and Jack did something and somehow Daniel's house ended up filled with lava. (laughs) And so there was like this huge like drama over Daniel's house burning down or something. (laughs) I don't even know.
0: Yes, my kids fight over over, did you move this? Did you move that? Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. So the
1: rules now are you don't go and mess with anyone else's stuff if you do right. you automatically get taken off the game for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, if you kill somebody, they're allowed to kill you back. <laughs> it, it just seems fair. And I guess on Minecraft, when you get killed, like all the stuff you're carrying with you, you lose. Mm-hmm. So dying is a really bad thing on this game. Yeah. And, um, and so far, we've, you know, we're, we're working on the piece. We're, we're getting there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's good because it has the kids, it's, it's currency, you know, I had currency. It was the computer, but unfortunately, like I said, our desktop has issues. And so lots of times the currency would go away because the stupid desktop wouldn't boot up and, Mm. you know, you can't really promise computer time if the computer won't work. Right. So it's nice having this as, as currency with the kids. Oh, Oh, you want to play Minecraft? Okay. Well, I need you to do A, B, and C. And when you're done, you can play Minecraft.
0: Oh, yeah. I know. My kids come to me and go, how much schoolwork do I need to do? How many pages do I need to do in this to get an hour on the computer?
1: Oh, I've gotten up a couple of times and Danielle was already doing her math. Yeah. I just woke up and she's doing That's math. Awesome! I'm
0: like, yay. Oh, Maven, Maven's like that with um, chores. She knows that she gets an hour on the computer if she does all her chores. So she gets up, gets all of her chores done first thing in the morning before anybody else is up, comes in, wakes me up, says, can you put an hour on the computer? I got my chores done. That's this is excellent. awesome. She does all my laundry, so
1: Oh, that is yes. excellent.
0: I know. I love it. She's motivated to do it too, so there's no fighting.
1: <laughs> That's fantastic.
0: <laughs> yeah, Tierran, not so much. <laughs> yeah.
1: the the six year olds are yeah. or, or is he seven now?
0: He'll be seven in July, so he's getting wow. a, I know crazy. Yeah.
1: The seven year olds they or the six year olds, they just don't they don't quite get it quite as much yet.
0: No, no. They're working there. on it
1: and they'll okay. get there. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But there was one more thing I had to share with you. What was that? This awesome thing that I found this morning. I I follow, I don't know, like 275 blogs or something like that.
0: Oh, my. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But 90% of the time, you have to to understand, I'm going click, 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 click in my reader. And I'm just going, you know, I'm just skimming. Um, But with the 275, every once in a while, I get a real gem. Mm -hmm. And today, one of those real gems popped up. It's on the Geek Mom uh, blog, which is um, on Wired.com and the author is Karina Lawson
0: she has a web or a podcast too
1: oh yay oh yeah Geek Mom does have a podcast you're yeah. right and, but she's not Geek Mom isn't one person Geek Mom is a group of people oh I see because um, the girl from uh, Mythbusters Carrie Carrie Bryan Bryan Bryan, Bryan she she uh, writes for Geek Mom too she's pretty oh, awesome cool. and um, she had uh, on her blog today 10 a top 10 allowable reasons for interrupting mom while she's working <laughs> And I just cracked up at this because at this point, if you interrupt me with, while I'm working, um, if I'm on the phone, whatever you ask me, the answer is automatically no.
0: <laughs>
1: I, automatically, I'm going to say no if you ask me a question while I'm on the phone. And then, um, But if I'm working, I'm doing something, oftentimes when they come to interrupt me, I'll look at them and say, are you bleeding or on fire? <laughs> and if they say no, then I go, okay, then you can call me. You, you can talk to me in a little bit. I'm kind of busy right at the moment.
0: Right.
1: And I love the fact that um, she actually... Uh, she said that she heard Nora Roberts say this exact same thing. I, Nora Roberts is an author,
0: I think. I don't I have no know. idea who
1: she is. I think the she writes. Sounds
0: like, familiar. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It says um, that she told her two children during the summer not to interrupt her in case not to interrupt her in case of blooded fire. And when they got older, it, except in case of blood or fire. And when they got older, it had to be arterial blood or an active fire. <laughs> I haven't quite got that bad yet, but <laughs> I think funny. it's amusing that somebody else thinks the same way I do. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, let me let me. Um, I'm just going to highlight. I'm not going to read you all top ten because it would be kind of boring. But mm-hmm. these are the ones that are most important to me, and, and I think some of them to you too, Tina. Okay. Okay. Well, first of all, of course, please interrupt mom in case of zombie apocalypse. One or two <laughs> zombies do not apply, because children should be able to handle a couple of slow moving zomb- zombies with shovels and axes. <laughs> now. The reason this is funny is because one of the things that I've discussed with many of my other geek homeschool friends is that because we homeschool, we have the perfect opportunity to, to train our children to be prepared for the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> and our children will be more prepared than the public school children because they're not even covering that subject in public schools. Can you believe it? Oh, my. <laughs> okay. That was number one. And number three, a blue police box appears in the middle of the living room. I can oh, yeah. go as far as if a blue police box appears anywhere on my block. <laughs> it doesn't matter if the inhabitant is wearing a bow tie, a scarf, or a fez, please interrupt mommy.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: I agree with that one wholeheartedly. Heck yeah. Okay. Um, number five, Doctor Henry Jones appears at the front door asking for help in finding the lost ark of the covenant. You must <laughs> interrupt mom for this and no it doesn't matter if it's Doctor Henry Jones Junior or Senior. <laughs> I like it. And this one is really funny because my dear darling husband has recently decided to grow a goatee. He's been clean shaven the entire time I've known him. And um, he decided to uh, grow a goatee. So the big joke around here now is he's his um, transporter accident alternate personality. Ah. and so this one number eight a duplicate of you or your siblings appears from an alternate universe complete with goatee mom certainly <laughs> doesn't want two of you around especially if the duplicate will be more evil or more to the point more likely to interrupt her work <laughs> <laughs> oh my I thought that was hilarious and then one more an extraterrestrial rocket ship crash lands, lands in the backyard with a baby inside tell mom to bring milk and some blue and red blankets <laughs> 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 so- oh my So, anyways, I just had to share that because that just, that got me to giggling this morning. I want to print (laughs) this out and post it on the wall next to my computer.
0: That's really funny. And there's more, too, so. There there are. There's there's a whole
1: ten of them. So, I will post a link to this on the website. But in case you don't want to wait, you can find it at the Geek Mom blog on Wired.com. And this is actually an old post. It's actually from June 24th of 2011. Mm. But you should probably still be able to find it somewhere.
0: So you just happened to stumble across it this no, week? No, it, it
1: came up in my reader for some reason. So oh. I don't know if, if somebody else posted it. I can't remember now if somebody else posted it and talked about it or what, what the dealio on that was. Oh, you know what? I bet you it was probably um, Mental Floss. Do you, do you follow Mental Floss? No. <laughs> oh, you should follow Mental Floss. They're fantastic. Okay. They're another blog. And uh, Mental Floss sometimes finds these gems and then makes like a one big blog post that's just filled with all of these gems that they've found. Oh, cool. And I bet you that's probably where I found this one from. But I will post a link to it on the um, show notes so you don't have to worry if you didn't catch all of that and you want to read the rest of the reasons, um, yes. <laughs> then you can just go to our website and you'll be able to find the link right there.
0: Which is SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com.
1: SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com.
0: Yes, pretty easy. I think so. Yes. Okay. Well, let's see. Um,
1: Our next segment normally would be for listener questions.
0: Right. We don't have listeners yet since we're not live yet. So once you hear this, we will be live. (laughs) But I bet you
1: there is a question that I could ask that a whole lot of our listeners are thinking. Oh,
0: yes, absolutely.
1: How do I go about legally homeschooling in the state of California?
0: Yes, I'm so glad you asked.
1: I'm so glad (laughs) I did too.
0: Well, Becky's mentioned two of the most popular options already, but for those of you who didn't know what the heck she was talking about... um, That's not uncommon. (laughs) Okay, so there's four options. Only two of them have I ever heard of anybody ever using, and it's pretty split down the middle, I think, from my experience. Pretty 50-50 as to whether or not you use either or of these options. The other two I've never heard of anybody using. So So the first two options would be a private school affidavit, and in California... um, you can declare yourself a private school and just have one student. Mm-hmm. So as a um, private school, you really don't have, there's, there's specific paperwork that you have to track, but I think it was just, I haven't looked at it in a while, like but attendance was and, attendance and, and there, you're supposed to be following a normal course of study, but you can do that in however way you want. And mm-hmm. you're not required I'm I'm not absolutely positive on what the actual specific requirements are. Um, but that's
1: okay, because we'll have a link on our website right, that we'll have a link shows it. you exactly what the requirements are. But the main requirement that I was reading, because, you know, I'm researching this right now. Oh, the main are, requirement right. I was reading was was um, keeping track of attendance. Which is and so the,
0: silly. And <laughs> you <laughs> have to have,
1: like, a, like, an outline, like, what you're going to cover over the course of the year. But you're yeah. not, like, stapled to it. Like, you, right. you can branch and, off and from nobody,
0: it. And legally, nobody can ask to see it, right. if I remember correctly. so. Yeah, um, it's a lot of people just all they do is just like keep a calendar and just kind of put a check mark or whatever. Like if you did school, mm-hmm. so you, you know I never I don't think I even I had started. There are there are calendars for this purpose you can download online, and I'll I'll dig up some to put on the. Well, on the that's show gonna notes, actually
1: don't 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 get too rushed on that because that's actually gonna be something we're gonna talk about in just a few minutes.
0: Okay, so um, yeah, uh, so private school affidavit that's one option. Um and that's actually how I homeschooled my children for the first f- 5 years. So Tina,
1: yeah. did you name your homeschool?
0: I did. What's the name of your homeschool? It was Scott Smith Academy cuz my maiden name is Scott and my married name is Smith, so <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> I didn't hyphenate my name so I put it the, both into our school name. So Scott nice. Smith Academy was was mine i've heard some pretty creative ones from some of our friends but it seems like everybody uses the name academy in it for some Some reason
1: actually mine is gist academy for gifted youngsters there you go and for any of those geeks out there that that recognize that yay (laughs) it's uh, x-men the x-men they went to the professor xavier school for yeah school for gifted youngsters
0: i didn't even uh, recognize that so (laughs) So the second option that is, like I said, 50-50 between all the people that I know um, is a homeschool charter school. And a homeschool charter school is run by the public school system. And you're essentially, your children are enrolled in the public school, but you are the teacher and you do the education at home. So we just signed up this last school year fall of 2011 um, I actually chose to sign my kids up with the school that Becky was talking about Eleanor Roosevelt which is in Visalia which is uh, an hour away from us um, and drove all the way down there um, for a whole year which really wasn't that bad Um, but you don't have to go every day okay I should preface this with every homeschool charter is different. Right. So, and I don't know what they're like in other states. I'm going to assume that probably it's the same for other states too. It's probably completely different depending on what school you're at and who founded it and what, because the ones that we have up here in Fresno, which as you guys can tell, we're in California. So Fresno is where we are, (laughs) which can be mentioned many times. So um, all of the, there are several local homeschool charters here in town, but they're all basically school at home. Which essentially they say here's what you need to do here's how you need to do it and this is the materials to do it and they don't give you any flexibility in using your own materials or choosing your own options so that is why I don't think I know I may have yeah. known of one or two people over the years that ever used any of them but most of the people that I hang out with want to have the flexibility to choose the kind of curriculum that they want and they want to do things differently than the public schools and not just do the same thing as in school at home which because homeschooling is really so completely different than public school right. in and of itself it's just a completely different being so um, it it doesn't uh, in fact if you go to homeschool.com you'll, uh, or listen to any of Rebecca Kokenderfer I think you say her name Kokenderfer um, podcasts about homeschooling she says repeatedly and she says it in her book too I highly recommend her website awesome awesome website homeschool.com um, mm-hmm. that school at home like if you do it like take exactly what the kids are doing in school and just do it at home in the same way you know like have your little desk set up with the teacher desk and the student desks and say the pledge of allegiance and you start at a certain time and i've even heard of some school homeschoolers in some states that like put their kids in uniforms even i'm like what (laughs) so that's so much they say she says and she did this for decades and she has pulled hundreds and hundreds maybe even thousands of homeschoolers over the years that that usually causes burnout and doesn't work more often than not it doesn't really work so most people start off that way because they don't know anything different Mm -hmm. um but usually evolves so anyway that's just a little disclaimer there but um so the the charter school that i chose was completely different very organic very child-centered, family-centered, I call it family schooling, actually. <laughs> it's like <laughs> this really fabulous little school that's been around for 10 years. It's always, it was started by homeschoolers. Homeschool moms started it. Actually, one of my former Lala Chili leader friends um, was one of the founders. And, um, and it's complete, the only thing that you're required to do is to si- uh, check in with a, an education coordinator once a month. Mm-hmm. and um and then you you check in with them and you talk to them about what it is you're doing and you you give them some work samples and and that kind of varies depending on what ed coordinator you get cuz i have a friend who's got an ed coordinator that's doesn't require as much um, proof of what you're doing. He really just wants to see the one sample, and then the one that I have. She wants to see everything that we've been working on. She wants us to bring it all in, and then she picks from what we've done for the month, one from each sub of the four main subjects. So she does. She picks up a, a sample for science, a sample for social studies, a sample for language arts, and a sample for math. Right. And puts that in their folder, and they're building their portfolio or whatever I guess. And. um you know, and then at that time, you can get, if you need advice, like if you have a, a child that's having a hard time reading or struggling with math or whatever, that's when you would you could get help from these their credentialed teachers. Um, but the, these specific teachers at this school are so homeschool friendly. They're, I mean, they, they say over and over again, they say, we're not the teachers. You're the teachers. You're the boss, mm-hmm. basically. You do what you want to do. And if you want me to help you, I'll help you. Um in any capacity that you want me to help you, but I'm not here to say you're doing this wrong, you're doing that wrong, <laughs> you know, like you should right. be doing it this way, you should be doing it that way. And they're not on grade level, blah, blah, blah. They don't do that. They they, they go by the families, um, what works for the family and what works for the children specifically. And um, and they follow your lead. And I absolutely love it. It's just fabulous. And And then there are enrichment classes on campus, which you can plug into as many or as few as you want and they're only for the elementary school um grade levels from k to six um tuesdays and thursdays and then they have from seventh and up this is at the visalia campus which is going to be different on the fresno campus but on um, mondays and wednesdays it's seventh grade and up that's when they do the enrichment classes so my kids were attending classes because I ch- we chose the, cl- the classes were fabulous like <laughs> art and science they did all kinds of science experiments and um they had PE, which was basically just a whole bunch of group games Mm -hmm. and uh, running around in the field and doing all kinds of crazy fun stuff and um, sign language and handicrafts and um, builders where they built with all kinds of different kinds of materials. The first day they went out into the field and they took nature items and built, my kids built a big massive teepee out of sticks and (laughs) it was so cool. And then they throw in some, you know, talking about how... They throw in some educational stuff in there, too, about, you know, how, how different animals build and, and different things like that. And, you know, different materials that can be used for different purposes. And I, I don't always sit in on all the classes, so I couldn't tell you exactly what they did learned in there. But it was fabulous. They were having so much fun. so yeah. But um, that's what was so great about this. What is so great about this school is that it's very... Um, it's just so child centered uh, when I say child centered, I mean like following the child's lead instead of saying you need to do this and you need to right. do that. They're following the interests of the child. That's and, excellent. Yeah. It's, they're just, and, the, and they're very, very friendly. I mean, everybody there is just so super friendly and on any given day you see all these moms out on the playground or near the playground because all the little toddlers and babies are out are playing while their older siblings are in classes. And, um, and like I said, they could pick and choose, so if they didn't want to go to a class, they didn't have to go to a class, they pick and choose the classes that they want to go to and um and you'd see moms and dads. There was quite a lot of dads actually that you'd see on any given day hanging out and grandmas and grandpas a lot too, actually. Hanging out on the on the pic- at the picnic benches talking mm-hmm. and um and just socializing for themselves and with their babies and the little ones and and then there's a parent lounge where the um You know, on hot days or on rainy days or whatever, you can hang out. So it kind of spread throughout the campus is little circles of people talking and hanging out. And they're just so super friendly and just wonderful. And, and And the parents are totally welcome to come in and out. Even some of the younger siblings I've seen come in and out of some of the classes. And they're just so friendly and open to whatever happens happens yeah. you know kind of you kind of go with the yeah. flow and go with the kids and what the kids are interested in and just really great and then the in addition to the enrichment classes they also provide a um, massive library with all kinds of educational curriculum and manipulatives and games and dvds and books on tape and cd and dv and uh um what do you call it? CD-ROM games. And just anything you possibly imagine, they have it there. They don't have every single curriculum, but they have an awful lot. And a lot of their curriculum is specific to homeschoolers. They purchase, like, they had. They have the um, Oak Meadow, the Waldorf yeah. Oak Meadow curriculum. Yeah, yeah. I was really surprised to see that because Waldorf can be kind of controversial for some people, but it, they had the entire, like, I think they had everything for the Oak Meadow curriculum. And they have, like, the whole Math Mammoth series and they have every book in the... Um, Story of the World Series, including the activity books and the audio CDs, and um, history of us. They have that whole Joy Hakim collection, mm-hmm. and they I think there's I think there was audio that goes with that too, and just I mean tons of tons of great stuff, and it's all free. <laughs> That's yeah. like the best thing is that you check it out. And, um, you know, some of the books you're going to have the whole year and they're okay with that. You know, they also have textbooks. If you're into textbooks and you want to get a textbook, they have those too. And they have standard stuff as well, which a lot of people use as well. And, you know, you can pick and choose Mm -hmm. what you want to use. And like I said, the only requirement is that you meet with the teacher once a month. So if you didn't want to use the library and you didn't want to use the classes, you don't have to go. So that's this specific school. And they're opening up a Fresno satellite Yay! in the fall, which is the one that be- Becky is sad that we're all yeah. sad that she didn't get into. But you'll get into it soon, I'm sure. I'm sure. So they actually had more students apply than they had room for at the location that they chose. because <laughs> the, the, the site that they chose has really small classes and they didn't expect this many people to be that interested. So right. but initially, at least they knew it probably be popular eventually but holy cow they had like 64 students applied for 25 spots (laughs) so it was a lottery and yeah none of my friends got in unfortunately but i know that you'll all be in there eventually so as time goes on they'll move to a new location and get bigger and yeah it'll all it'll all get there so anyway so yeah and so charters are a really great option if you can find one that works for i mean if you if you are into school at home if that's your thing, you know, I'm sure you can find one of those. Those are probably a lot easier to find. Um, I don't think so. And um, um, finding ones that are like ours are a little bit harder, I think, but I'm sure that they exist out there as well. In fact, if anybody is um, listening to this and has a similar school experience, homeschool charter experience, it would be wonderful to hear about it. And so maybe we can maybe make a page on our website about, um, you know, more. Yeah, available charters creative, out there. Yeah, homeschool mm-hmm. charters that are that are really open and creative and I don't know, really cool. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: (laughs) that's what I'm looking for now. You know, I, I started out with the, you know, I needed the structure. I needed the uh, oversight. I needed to know that I'm doing the right thing. Right. But now Danielle's in fourth grade and, and I think I pretty much got it figured out and I don't think I need all of that mommying to make it through. I don't, I don't need someone looking over my shoulder constantly. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: and I actually came at it in the opposite direction as I started off, just wanting to do my own thing. And I really, for a long time, just was so completely against signing up with a charter. I'm not even sure why anymore. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I just didn't want to be in the system in any way, shape, or form, and didn't want to have anything to do with it. Yeah. And then as time went on, I was realizing my own personality, what it is. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm self-diagnosed ADD or ADHD. I think they're calling it all ADHD now. Awesome. Um, They changed the name, Um, but uh, I'm, I'm so easily distractible and I have such a hard time staying on task. So, you know, during those five years, we didn't get anywhere near accomplished the amount of stuff that I would have loved to have gotten accomplished. I mean, I follow a lot of blogs of moms that do all kinds of fabulous things with their kids and, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't keep myself on task (laughs) and you know, it just got to be too much. And I was just like, you know, I'm just going to try this school. I kept hearing about it and it's an hour away, but let me just try it. Maybe if we're only going there once or twice a week, maybe it won't be that big of a deal. And, and I tried it and oh my gosh (laughs) it was just fabulous I mean so happy so so happy there in fact I'm kind of sad that we're not going to be going down there but the gas is just too much but
1: you could go if you wanted to
0: we can't well not this year they're actually full there now oh no they actually have although I guess they're going to have a few spots opening up but because some of us are leaving but um, we're still we'll still all be signed in or um, enrolled in the same school It's just we will be on a different site so right but um, the classes are probably going to be I mean, they were full this year they had there were classes that had thirty and forty kids, and even there was one I think that had upwards of fifty wow the the handicrafts class was really popular when they were making stuff out of duct tape and <laughs> sculptures and yeah, just all kinds of really cool stuff out of funky materials and um that was a popular class in all ages for that one that one was really cool.
1: that's fantastic,
0: yeah, so. I don't know what's going to happen, but um, they had originally said that we'd be able to go to pick which campus we wanted to go take classes at. I don't think they're at that... I don't think right now that they're in that position. I think they're full, but they're going to have to tweak things, and hopefully it'll all shuffle around, and that'll make some space at some point. So we'll see. Let's hope. We'll see what happens. But anyway, hopefully some of you guys have similar programs where you live, because it's just... I mean, now I'm wondering how I did it without it, because it's just fabulous having the resources and the support
1: don't scare me oh
0: (laughs) (laughs) no 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 well you know and i needed for me personally i needed that oversight um i mean you were saying that you needed it initially and i'm wondering if i would have if things would have worked out differently for me if i had started off with that oversight maybe i would be in your position right now where i'd be like no i think i can handle it now because now i'm kind of getting into more of a groove although i'm not quite there yet I don't know if I'll ever really be in a groove. I'm not that organized.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I the grooves and then my needle skips. And next thing I know, yeah. I'm doing something. Well, you else. always
0: sound so much more organized than me. It's like you're posting on Facebook. I'm doing lesson planning. And I'm like, what uh-huh. the heck? I don't even do lesson planning. I like pick a book and I start from the beginning and just go through it. <laughs> you know, <Okay. laughs> What do you do when you do lesson planning? I've always wondered. I've been meaning to ask. Oh, you
1: okay. Um, I get out all of our, um, our books, our workbooks and everything um, that we're going to use for that week. And I have my binder system. I showed you my binder system. And and I'll post a link to that as well on the website. Um, I have two binders. I have one binder that has my um, what needs to get done in the course of the year. It has Mm -hmm. all of the lessons and everything that needs to get done in the course of the year. The other binder has five empty folders in it that are marked Monday through Friday. So that I sit down on Sunday, um, oftentimes with you know a screwdriver or something, and uh, <laughs> I put in my headphones and I get, I get started. And what I do is I take out all the worksheets that we're going to need for that week, and I file them under the appropriate days. I look at any materials that we're going to need, you know, like things I might need to purchase or things I might need to find or borrow, and I I deal with those kinds of things, and I look out. What our schedule is for the week, you know, some, some weeks maybe we're going to be in Kingsburg on Tuesday. Like that's where our uh, enrichment classes were. were in Kingsburg, which is about 45 minutes away from here. So I won't plan anything for that day because there's no point. Right. right. And um, so that way when I sit down on Monday with the kids, I have uh, an idea of what I need to do. I have uh, access to the things I need. I have all of the paperwork ready for everything and I'm not like scrambling to try to find things. Right. And so it's just my my time to get organized for the week.
0: Sure. Sure. Yeah, and that makes total sense. That's actually what I've always planned to do. <laughs> <laughs> I just never I never get to it. So yeah, I'm usually the one that's scrambling, always scrambling. I mean, I've always I was the one in school always was doing all my papers at the last minute and cramming for exams at the last minute too so i'm just kind of that kind of (laughs) person
1: so yeah i've written some of my best papers the night before they were due but yeah um but this though i I really feel like i need to be more organized because like i said when i'm not organized in this area of my life in my homeschool area of my life when i'm not organized i get anxiety
0: Oh, sure. I oh, know I can completely relate to that. And then a lot of times just things just don't happen because it's like, oh, well, I didn't get that. Oh, whoops. Right. Well, I have to plan ahead for that. Yeah, I, I have that happen all the time. But I also am kind of giving me, giving myself a little bit of, um, of a break because... I'm essentially starting from scratch, I mean, <laughs> I did five years of homeschooling, and I kind of was leaning towards unschooling for a while, but I just it didn't work for me. All my friends unschool, and it works really great for them, but it just didn't work for me. I just am not motivated enough to really pay attention to my kids' interests enough to go I mean, like I would go to the library if if maven was showing an interest in birds or whatever, I would make sure that when I went to the library I would gather up books on birds and put them out for her and such but but i wasn't i I wasn't setting up all these fabulous ex possibilities for my right, kids you know i right. wasn't taking them on field trips and take you know because i just the house is just so overwhelming when you're at home all the time mm-hmm. it's constantly and i'm not the kind of person that is good at staying on top of housework to begin with <laughs> and then throw into the mix that you're there more maybe although we do get out a fair amount but there are days when you're there because we just have to catch up on everything and Mm -hmm. it just becomes more trashed and oh it's just a constant i'm just my personality is such that it's really hard for me and i and i don't stay on task very well so um yeah it just got too overwhelming and unschooling just didn't work for me because my, my kids were didn't really they didn't pursue their interests as much as I see some kids. There are some kids that we hang out with that are just really neat to watch because they are so into whatever they're into. They, like, hyper-focus on it. And my kids did it a little bit, but they just really didn't seem to be, um, I don't know. I, I I don't think unschooling works for everybody. So yeah, mine it, it hyper-focus
1: on things they shouldn't.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like,
1: Danielle can tell you every single thing that you can mine and how to find it on Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, if I expected her to, like, learn her times tables by herself for something that was never going to happen. Right. Yeah. And And this is actually a really good segue. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. My apologies. I was going to say, this is, like, really a good segue into, like, the next thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, good. Because now, as a -a go-it-a-loner coming up this next year, I have to change my organization system because the organization system I have now is based on lesson plans that the school gives me at the beginning of the year. They give me lesson plans for the entire year that mm-hmm. say, uh, and then it's broken up into modules and you're supposed to finish this many modules in this amount of time so that you finish by the end of the year. Okay. right. So
0: they're giving you your curriculum.
1: But, but yes, but yeah, well, yes. Right. And, um, but they, they don't tell me, you know, on this day you must do fractions. Right. They're just saying in this time period, you probably should get the fractions done or you're not going to be done by the end of the year. Right. Which we never are anyways, but that's okay. And, um, so this year going forward, I don't have that anymore. And, so, uh, and plus I need a way to keep track of what we're doing because I won't have the forms from the school anymore that I normally fill out. And um, I need something to help me stay on track and to keep track of everything that needs to be kept track of. So I am asking our listeners and you, Tina, and anyone else, who, um, um, what do you use to organize your... Your home school. What do you work, use to keep track of your attendance and your lessons and all of those kinds of things? Now, I realize now you're using the charter. Right. But um, before that, what were you using?
0: Um, I, you know, I have gone through so many different things that I've used. Um, and I kind of go back to Fly Lady a lot because she has such a good way of organizing things and I kind of there was some stuff that I was able to pull out of like her control journal and setting it up in there and like setting up the whole, you know, keeping track of a house and plugging in homeschooling in there, mm-hmm. um, to kind of, or, you know, in a binder, like what you have. Um, Keeping it, but none of it. I wasn't able to stay on top of any of it, so I'm gonna have to go back to it myself and dig out what I've used in the past and abandoned and see. There's actually a lot of stuff that I've put together over the years, Mm -hmm. spreadsheets and whatnot, and for one reason or another, I've ended up tossing it aside or just forgot about it because that's just my personality. Right. And so I'm. I. I really would like to actually get more organized in that sense myself. So I would really like to look through all the stuff that you're looking through right now too. So I'll I'll dig out the stuff that I've used in the past. I have tons of files that I've downloaded mm-hmm. or created or whatever and you know maybe there's something there that could help. And then I've heard over the years a lot of of people talking about homeschool planners like there's some online planners that I Yeah, heard that's about. what I was
1: going to say. I I just yeah. downloaded Homeschool Daybook Okay, And I, I just got the trial on that. Um, and I'm taking a look at that right now. And so far, it seems really simple. You, you plug in what kid, what subject, what you did, right. and hit enter. And it, it serves to keep track of attendance and keep track of work. Right. And all that kind of thing. It, it's very minimalist. It's, it's not super fancy in any way, shape, or form. Um, and that's what I'm looking at now. But like I said, I don't know enough about it at this point to be able to make a recommendation for it. But I would like to ask listeners, you know, if you guys have anything that you use that uh, you just think is awesome or that you've used and you think is terrible, yeah. you know, <laughs> let us know. Um, We have lots of ways to get in touch with us, which we'll mention at the end of the show. Yeah, listeners, if if there's anything that you've used that, you know, you want to share with us, we would really like to hear about it. Because both of us are kind of um, needing organization in this area. And um, I know that there are some people out there who have this down pat and they know what they're doing.
0: Sure. Well, did you see that post that I sent you? for the, um, what's it called, balancingeverything.com. I did, I did. And I'll put that, I'll have to give you guys that link too. Um, She's got a whole system. I don't know if she's still using it or not, because when I read her blog posts, I I really relate to her a lot. She's a a homeschool mom who talks about, yeah, maybe next week I won't be using this anymore, because I get off track, and I'm like, I know what that's like. But she has some iPhone apps that she uses, or an iPhone app that she uses. I I mean, I think you can... um, Use like house organizing type software and you can easily adapt it to homeschooling, I think Um, because instead of, you know, whatever the task is for the room, you could have it be a subject and um, a specific, you know, book or whatever. You could easily adapt that. And Mm -hmm. I've actually tried to do that before and I never got real far. So I need to get back to it again. I think it might actually work for me. Because I find that I have my iPhone on me all the time anyway, and my idea was that if I could just, you know, click, um, you know, check off an, on a to-do list on my iPhone, okay, did that, or, you know, plug in the page numbers that we accomplished, that that might be easier um, for me. I'm not sure, though, because I actually, I kind of go back and forth between technology and just paper and pencil (laughs) yeah because sometimes it's just like lately what i've been using is just a calendar that i printed up that i put all the subjects in the days of the week and i just write the page numbers that we did and that seems to have been pretty easy yeah for me to do now but if i was on my own tracking it i might need a little bit more um because then i just use this calendar and i just have them photocopy it and keep a copy of it
1: oh that's a good idea but this thing has the thing that you can actually print and you can print you can either print attendance only that just shows the days they would that you worked or it can uh-huh. print exactly what you typed in all the things you did uh-huh. and all the and or you can even have it print like this is all the things i did for language arts and this is all the things i did for math and this is all the things i did for science so right. it kind of looks like an interesting program
0: yeah, yeah and i'd like uh, to see that too
1: yeah i sent you the link to it um uh, a couple days ago on facebook right. so, so check a look at look that again <laughs> So, um, we're starting to get close to the end of our time here. Yeah, it is getting
0: late, isn't it? Yeah, but
1: I'd really like you to tell everyone about the Scholastic sale. Because I think that is the most awesome thing ever. I have gone so many times and spent so much money. So have I. Yes. So fantastic.
0: (laughs) It happens twice a year here. I'm not sure if it's the same everywhere. But, okay, so um, if you're a homeschooler, even if you're not a homeschooler, um, scholastic.com forward slash book fairs, and then if you go there right now I'm not sure if it looks this way all the time but there's a big graphic right on the top that you just click on and it'll take you right to the warehouse sale um, and we have, one, we have a warehouse here in town and twice a year, they put all of their book fair books. Um, so they have, you know, little carts and whatnot that they take to the schools to do book fairs. And they take all of those carts. In fact, they just set up. I, I, it just took me how many times I've gone to this thing to figure out why the same books are repeated over and over again. Oh, yeah, Because <laughs> they're different carts from different schools. I'm like, yep. why? I just saw that book back there. Why is it not all together? They're <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, duh. But, um, yeah, they open up their warehouse massive warehouse and they put everything like it's all on sale some of it's lower than others but you can get 60 70 80% off of a lot of these books. In fact, mm-hmm. I don't I don't usually if it's if it says 20% off, I put it back. I'm like I'm not taking it for tw- piddly 20%. Exactly. It has to be at least 50% or more. And and then they have specials where you go and you um you go to one section and every book in that section you get a box and if you fill up that box it's $10 or something like that. So, they've got all, all these different just amazing deals. And here in Fresno, they do it in um, June. Wait, is it May? Is it happen? I think it's coming up in May, actually, here. It's this month, I think. I, I think it's so. this month. Yeah. I always want to say it's June, but I think this month... I mean, this year, I think it's May. So it's either and- May or June every year, and then right before Christmas. And you okay. want to make
1: sure before you go that you go to the website and you get signed up because when you do that you get discount coupons
0: yes i was yes thank you for reminding me of that because i did forget um yeah you get what they call a fast pass so you go go to scholastic.com slash book fairs and click on the link to go to the warehouse sale and then you plug in your zip code and then it'll show you where um the nearest warehouse sale is and then there's a link there i don't remember what it says i don't have it in front of me right now but um there's a link to get signed up as a to register to get a fast pass. And and then you print that and it has a barcode on it and it has always has two coupons in it, yeah. as far as I remember. Um, one that you get $10 off if you spend over $50, I think. I think and, so. And then another one that's like a percentage off on top of everything else. So like you take whatever books you got for 50, 60, 70, 80% and then you do another 20% off of that usually, I think. I think that's how it usually works. But it's just, you know, another percentage on top of that. So I uh, I end up oftentimes using... Using both coupons. (laughs) (laughs) And you can actually use them again. No, if you can use them again, but you can go back again. Yeah, you can. I think they they give you coupons. I think they give you coupons when you sign up. uh, When you pay, they give you another coupon if you want to come back again before the sale's over. You can go do it again.
1: Right, because they have better discounts like the last days of the sale or something.
0: Right, because they're just trying to clear out their warehouse. Right, they're just trying to get rid of stuff. And now Scholastic does have a lot of garbage. Uh, I found a lot of stuff in there that I'm just like, people buy this, but you know they got like the, you know the. uh, teeny bopper um, oh yeah hannah montana stuff and that you know <laughs> <laughs> i'm i see and that's where we
1: differ i'm firmly of the belief if they oh, are you?
0: reading it's good <laughs> as long as they're reading yes as I long know, as I know. they're but reading but they also have lots and lots of uh, of really good books as well and then they they don't only have books they, they have also pencils have pencils and erasers and and posters and, and toys and... they do have toys as yes. well um, I actually got a whole set of dragons for my husband for Christmas one year there. <laughs> Those, like, uh, Mega Bloks dragons. They don't have a whole lot of toys, but um, they, they often have some. And they have a lot of things that are, like, um, uh, book sets that come with a stuffed animal. And, right, or a necklace. You know. Like, uh, Danielle right, always
1: yes. always wants the, neckla- the, the books that come with the necklaces. And right. And-,
0: and then they have great deals on sets. Like, you can get an entire set for, like, you know, pennies. And they have... Um, CD ROMs I got yeah. all of our Clifford games. We got all of our Clifford games although nowadays it I don't think that they're updating a whole lot of those so some of those probably don't work anymore but um but they do at least did still have like I Spy games the CD ROM games and um and I have you know like I said all the Cliffords and there was a whole bunch of other things too I think um games and Um, and I got, um, what is it? Melissa and Doug, they had a chore chart, that wooden chore chart thing. I have Mm -hmm. that. Tieran still uses that for his chores. He uses a little magnet board. Um, I got that there as well. And, you know, and you walk out of there with, like, this massive, like, box, several boxes of books for, like, you know, $70 or something. And they're awesome (laughs)
1: boxes, too. Oh,
0: yeah, they have really good boxes because of the boxes they actually used to move the books in the first place. So, they give you these really cool boxes, and with lids, and yeah, oftentimes, um, uh, the my kids will get a whole bunch of books for Christmas mm-hmm. um, as part of their gift. They'll get like a stack of books, and I still have some that we've we found some really. In fact, Maven's found a couple of series that she's end up just absolutely loving. The Gardens Guardians of Gahul series, my daughter yeah. absolutely loves, and we got that started from the I found it it was like a four pack at Scholastic and I'd never heard of it before picked it up and it. she ended up reading all 15 of the books she <laughs> loves them so yeah it's, it's just great so if you have a warehouse near you I highly recommend checking it out it's worth saving up your money to go like you know that it happens twice a year every year well, i never save up because i'm lousy at saving but <laughs> it's worth it if you're good at saving <laughs> and um yeah and, and heading out there especially since the one that we always count on every year is just before christmas L- right love it love it so yeah and uh, great for stocking stuffers and whatnot too
1: absolutely so. it's just fantastic and yeah, i i yeah. can't i highly recommend it
0: okay And we're back. Oh,
1: excellent. Yeah, we had a little bit of technical difficulty there. So um, for you guys, I don't know how long it's been for you guys, maybe a few seconds, but for us, it's been an entire day since
0: we last spoke. (laughs) Yes, Becky's computer crashed. So we had to redo the end today. days. It happens. (laughs) Yes, it does. But that's okay, because it was right at a good ending. It was. We were wrapping it up anyway, so that worked out. And we can go right into saying goodbye and closing the show. Sounds like a plan. All right. If you like our show, please leave us a review on iTunes and tell your friends all about us. Excellent, and you can also
1: follow us on Twitter at Savvy Homeschool, that's one word, and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Savvy Homeschool Moms.
0: Yes, and to leave us a voicemail message with your questions or comments, call 559-426-6670.
1: And for links and resources that we've shared in this episode, and to view anything that we've mentioned on the show that we might think to write up, be sure to visit us on the web at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com.
0: Yes, and you can also find Becky on the web at beckytatro.com, which is B-E-C-K-I-E t-e-t-r-a-u-l-t dot com and I can be found on the web at homeschoolrealm.com which is h-o-m-e-s-c-h-o-o-l-r-e-a-l-m dot com oh good job
1: <laughs> that's a rough one uh-huh all right well I just want to say goodbye to all of our listeners have a great week and make sure you come back and take a break with us again yep bye
0: this episode of the Savvy Homeschool Moms podcast was brought to you by PowerGrammo Skype Recorder, the perfect tool for Skype recording, podcasting, and online journalism, and more. Visit them on the web at powergrammo.com. That's P-O-W-E-R-G-R-A-M-O dot